Good morning. I'm going to start out with shoes on, but I doubt I keep them on. Amen. Hallelujah. It's good to be in Alvin, Texas. Amen. I believe that God is, uh, is, is already on the move at doing some miraculous name, things in the state of Texas. I may share a little bit of that tonight. I'm going to speak a lot of what I'm seeing going on in our nation. And um, I believe that there are oil wells that he's, he's, he's unstopping. And just as we've seen a, a, a boom of Texas years ago, so the Lord says now that the eyes of the world will be on Texas. Amen. So get ready, get ready, get ready. Amen. Well, I'm excited uh, about what the Lord has given me. I'm sitting over there thinking, Lord, um, you are um, uh, so awesome because I don't know who picked the songs out for today, but you are going to just be blown away in the name of Jesus. You have definitely uh, helped me out. Amen. In Jesus name and confirmed what the Lord wants to do. So I want us quickly. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, uh, I believe that glory to God. The Lord is connecting the body of Christ. Thank you, Pastor Paul and Sandy for having me. Uh, it's an honor to be here. And I love to be in the in the midst of the body of Christ all over the world. Amen. There's just something about, you know, we belong together. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm excited about that. Let's move, let's turn to Ezekiel chapter 37. This would be why I'm a little bit excited. Amen. I'm just a little bit excited about, I won't be able to, I'm going to run around probably. So let me take my shoes off. Look at your neighbor and say, she's country. Hey, and I think some of y'all are a little bit country too, so it'll be okay. As I've been seeking the Lord on what I was to minister um, here in Alvin this, uh, this morning and even tonight, but the Lord um, would not let me get away from Ezekiel. And so I want us to go to Ezekiel, and I'm going to um, uh, share a little bit about some of the things the Lord is showing me. Amen? I know there's some people who are going to be here tonight. They're wanting to see what, uh, hear what the Lord has shown me about this coming uh, New Year's. And I will share some of that, amen, and I believe that this is going to take us right into that. Glory to God. I want to go to chapter 37, and I want to go to verse 1, amen. Uh, uh, the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me in the midst of a valley, and it was full of bones. Say it was full of bones. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, you're not the only one. Amen. Then he caused me to pass by them and uh, them all around. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. Look at your neighbor and say, no, really, you're not the only one. Amen. Hallelujah. And they were very dry. I want to stop there just a minute. And I want you to understand that I'm not here saying that each one of you are dead. And that this is a dead ministry. Or that the church is dead. Or all that. Remember it looked as if though they were. But God had another vision for, for the church. Amen. This is God's people. Let's go real quick and identify who he's speaking to. In verse 11 it says that the Lord speaks to Ezekiel and he says, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say our bones are dry and our hope is lost and we ourselves are cut off. Now we know that as born again Christians that we are engrafted in and so the Lord is speaking to us too in this message. Amen. I'm excited. I'm not discouraged. I know that we have a mandate set before us. And I know that it's, can, we can look at things in the natural and it looks impossible, but we serve an, a, a, a God that takes the impossible and makes it possible. Not only can he do it as we were singing, but God is doing it in the name of Jesus. I believe that the body of Christ is about to enter into a new time zone called now in Jesus' name. That no longer are we going to be, it's always going to be coming, but we're going to be a people that believes it's now and it's today in Jesus' name. Now, I want you to understand here that here it identifies, God identifies who he's speaking to and what Ezekiel's looking at in this vision. But God also had another um, uh, uh, um, 
declaration, if you will, or another description if uh, would be the better word for it, another description, because in verse 10, before he speaks 11, he says that he was speaking to something, something that may look dead right then, but God says clearly, because he calls hallelujah, what is not as though there it is, and he also declares the end from the beginning, and even though we may look at something looking like it looks like one way, God has already declared and in these scriptures it shows that God began to breathe and when he did he raised up a great and mighty army I believe right now that God is raising up prophetic voices that are gathering an end time exceeding great army you may not look like a great soldier right now you may feel like you're whipped you may feel very dry and this word dry it means discouraged and disappointed and worn out Daniel tells us in chapter 7 that there was a time coming speaking about the saints that the enemy would persecute the saints and would this word means to wear out right now I want to tell you beloved that the enemy is doing everything he can to wear out this great and mighty army God has already declared you to be amen he is working overtime to bring discouragement I want to give you good news in those same scriptures the ancient of days came to his seat and if you look that up and study it you'll find that the ancient of days came to his judgment seat to be judged and to call a call in favor or make a judgment in favor of the saints and right when the enemy was doing everything he can to take you out the whole the, the our holy father comes to ancient of days comes to his seat and he makes a declaration we are there look at your neighbor and say we are there Amen. I want to tell you right now, in just a minute, I want to talk to you about these dry bones. Amen. And this discouragement. I have never seen, I believe in all the days of my walking with the Lord, I have never seen so many, especially men, get hit so hard with mind battles, their minds warring, the enemy is challenging their soul, their mind. The enemy is doing everything he can to sit down on the body of Christ and cause us to have a mind said I just don't feel it I don't know I just don't feel it more or just are almost buying this lie but God is coming with his breath hallelujah and bringing us to his senses this is not the time hear me this is not the time to not be feeling it and you just don't come to church this is not the time for the body of Christ to take a sabbatical this is not the time for us to fall asleep it is time for war it's time to be fully awakened glory to God it is not time hallelujah to just be inactive in the body of Christ we don't walk by what we feel we walk by what God tells us we walk in obedience hallelujah and this feeling thing is very real it's 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 paralyzing many and like I said I'm seeing it hit the the men worst of all worshipers uh, uh, prophetic voices uh, frontline people the enemy is just starting to attack their mind where they were on fire yesterday and today they just don't feel it I've heard that from California to all the way to Florida I have heard I just not feeling it I don't know what's wrong with me amen the breath has been knocked out of me and it just seems like the enemy is doing a real good job of working on our feelings and our natural senses and it's causing us to become very dry. It's causing us to become very weary. God says that, glory to God, even though it looks like that, he's already called you something. And because he spoke it over you, he's not going to leave you like you are. Look at your neighbor and say, thank God I'm not staying where I am in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, you see, Ezekiel is walking through this valley and this vision. Actually, he's in a place of transition. As he was walking and crossing, crossing over in this valley, he is making a transition. A prophet is walking, and there's a transition taking place, and he's looking, and what he's looking at in the natural doesn't look so powerful. I want to tell you right now, if I can, I want to take this over into a prophetic word that the Lord is speaking to me right now. The body of Christ 
is in the midst of what looks like a valley, a midst of looks like a nation right now. I want to speak to the sons and daughters in the United States of America. It looks like that we are in a valley, and if we say what we really see, it could look like I mean, that we don't have a very good chance right now. Amen? Things are looking bad. They're looking low. God didn't see it as a valley. God saw it as a womb. It was full. That word means like being pregnant. This was a womb of God. It may look like a valley as we're looking at it, but God, hallelujah, has the church, the kingdom church, in his womb, and he is in labor, and glory to God, the kingdom people are about to come forth and be oh listen they're about to emerge like never before no wonder the enemy wants to make us think we're half dead but I'm telling you the Lord all it takes is one breath of God to come hallelujah and breathe into our land and glory to God strength to deliver will come forth in Jesus name the Lord says is my hand too short to deliver have I brought you to a place that you don't have strength to come forth like I've told you God is a big God and he has a way of making it look like you're just like Jesus on the cross it looked like it was over but resurrection came we are in an hour of great resurrection in the name of Jesus of the church glory glory the enemy wants you to be worn out the enemy wants he's hit the intercessors they're tired they're weary they even are questioning am I really hearing it seems like I'm struggling to hear the voice of the Lord but I'm here to tell you that God hallelujah has sent forth a prophetic anointing to the church that he is releasing his breath into the land in Jesus name and you're a great big part of that right after that he asked Ezekiel he says can these bones live amen now I've, the Lord has really been quickening me lately and saying this to me I want to I want to speak to a prophetic army today amen that's where the anointing of my life is amen is a prophetic that's why I have several pastors on staff with me because I come in that prophet vein and I want you to understand that glory to God that even hallelujah even though he's speaking of those yes uh, 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 that the breath has been knocked out of them I want you to understand that God also is speaking to some Ezekiel's a prophetic church that will be the breath of God in this earth my God when we started singing your breath in my lungs oh my lord my jesus you talk about hitting the target today in jesus name you see the breath of god the prof the, the 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 speaking the word of the lord releases the breath of god into the atmosphere so if the breath of god is knocked out of this prophetic army are you hearing me then the breath of god it be would be knocked out of our land if you will so it's important because god chose to speak it through his army he chose to release breath and life and resurrection power as we speak forth the word of God and walk in obedience as we do that well God has to breathe a fresh breath so his breath can be excelled into the land amen are you hearing me and so here we have he asks Ezekiel he says Ezekiel can these bones live I believe right now the Lord is asking a question to the prophetic army and I believe he's in this nation and I believe he's saying can America live again can America live again amen and he answers a real smart answer great wisdom comes out of his mouth right now now he answers the Lord and he did not give his opinion he didn't tell the Lord uh, well do you see this is happening on Wall Street and this is happening in Washington and have you seen this and the news says that he didn't even take that in account he turned immediately and he said Lord only you know only you know I'm telling you the breath of God is about to come upon you and your response to the Lord isn't going to be what the symptoms that Hillary has whether I our, our nation makes it or not your your your, your uh, uh, opinions not going to be whether this one did this or that one did that or if this one's healthy or that one's not our nation does not weigh are you understanding the resurrection of our nation does not weigh on what they're reporting the Lord spoke to me and he said the my people must hear me and they must understand that they are being distracted with all those details I said not by 
by might and not by power, but it would be by my spirit that America would live again. God is looking for a people that will let him put his breath in them so they can speak it forth in the name of Jesus and resurrection breath can come to our nation. The Lord says, glory to God, that I'm looking for those that will not give their opinion, but I'm looking for those that will yield, will allow me to touch their mouth with the coals from the, from the altar of God and purify our mouths. He says we're speaking bitter and we're speaking sweet. Uh, we're speaking a, a negative and we're speaking positive. We're speaking life and then we're speaking death. We prophesy life and then we kill it by speaking death over it. We want to come into a, agreement with what the news is saying. We want to come in agreement with what all we are seeing. And the Lord says, no, I am bringing a breath to you that is going to resurrect your thinking to think like mine. I'm going to bring you up into a place, says the Lord, that you can begin to see what I see about this nation. I am not through. I'd rather show mercy than I had judgment. Can I find somebody that'll begin to release a word of mercy to the United States of America? Can I find somebody that doesn't look to me and say, yeah, but, yeah, but in the judgment of God, I said, can I find somebody that will believe in my mercy and begin to decree it in the land? I'm not looking for those who kill a nation with their mouth. I'm looking for those who release heaven into a nation so it can live in the name of Jesus. They're tired. They're weary. They're worn out because the enemy has worked, uh, done a good job. Hallelujah. He has done a good job uh, uh, of attacking us and attacking our minds. There is so much confusion. Is this the judgment of God or is this a turnaround for the church? Are we going to live or are we not going to live? I don't know how I'm supposed to prophesy. I don't know. Everyone is confused, but God says his breath is coming with the fire of God. I'm here today to tell you it's not tomorrow. He's come this morning to release a breath on your mind. He's going to breathe the cobwebs of confusion off. The fire of God is about to hit you in the name of Jesus. You're going to be able to think clearly. Your ears will be opened in the name of Jesus so you can hear the voice of the Lord and not uh, debate in your mind back and forth and doubt. God says no. He says I am opening the ears of my people. I'm not only causing them to stand up but they're going to hear clearly. They're going to see clearly and they're going to begin to prophesy what I am saying and release my breath into this land. You're those that are going to release the breath into the land in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And God says that I've come. Did I not say, hallelujah, do not be discouraged. Did I not say, take courage. We've got to be a pay people that don't are not moved by what we see, not moved by what we hear, but not moved by the circumstances around. The Lord says, I am looking for a kingdom people that will allow me to breathe through in the name of Jesus. I'm looking for a kingdom people that don't say, yeah, but, but will say, but God says, hallelujah, that they'll begin to speak forth what the Lord says. We are in a very crucial time in our nation right now, a very crucial time. Right now, it is not a hands down. Do you understand that? And it depends on the saints. The Lord says in, in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, the Lord says, uh, 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 my, if my people call by my name, he's talking to us, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. We're so busy talking about everybody else's wicked ways in Washington, but the Lord didn't say about them. He spoke to us, and he said, there's wicked ways in my church. I said, Lord, what's the wicked ways? I know that you have a, 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 a remnant that is seeking you, a remnant that is praying, a remnant that is believing. What's the wicked ways? And he said, doubt and unbelief is a wicked way, and I'm speaking to my people and saying you better get in a place of faith in Jesus name you need to quit agreeing with the enemy speaking about the evil of the land and you need to begin to prophesy the holiness of God into our land God says it's not going to be one by us discussing how bad it is but the Lord says it'll be one in the spirit as we begin to prophesy the word of the Lord and we begin to release resurrection power in a nation right now that looks 
like it's in a grave. No, let me say this. A nation that is in a grave right now. But God says, I'm going to raise it up, but I'm going to raise it through a people that will speak forth my words, says the Lord. Amen? And he says that if you'll turn from your wicked ways, he says, then I will hear from heaven. I will, I will, I will. It's interesting to me that the Lord says in Second Chronicles 7, and I will. And then he speaks in Ezekiel chapter 37, and he says, I will. I will put breath in you again. We can sing the songs all day long, but we're moved back and forth as soon as, soon as a report comes that looks bad. The Lord says, no, I want you to move in faith. I want you to believe that I am a good God. I want you to believe that I desire to pour out my mercy. Yes, but do you see the abortions? Yes, I do see the abortions. Yes, I do see the evil. I probably know more than many of you of what all is going on and behind the scene bad. But I also know that God is doing something behind the scene good in the name of Jesus. And the Lord is saying, can I find me some intercessors? Can I find me somebody, hallelujah, that will step up and speak good in the land and speak life in the land and speak glory to God, holiness into the land? Can I find somebody that I can use their mouth to release life into something that is dying? Can I find somebody that will give me their tongue and give me their mind? Can I find somebody that will dare admit, humble themselves, that I need the breath of God in me. I need the vision of the Lord. I need hope again because everything I look at looks like that there is no way and there's no way that something good can come of this. God is revealing every hidden thing. That's proof right there that he's been answering your prayers. Are you hearing me? That's proof right now. Did you not pray, God, reveal every hidden thing? Amen. And yes, evil hidden. If the evil is not revealed and if it's not uncovered, then it, justice cannot come. So God is revealing. Yes, he is. Hallelujah. But we're not to rejoice over someone with a dying disease. Amen. See, we're in this test right now. And we're not to be rejoicing when we hear things like that. No, we're still to stay focused. We're to stay worshiping the Lord. We're to keep our eyes on Him. And we're to keep being His breath in the land in Jesus' name. The Lord has to remind me sometimes, you know, I died for them just like I did you. No difference. Yeah, but look what they've done. Yeah, well, you want to talk about what you did? It is in the sea of forgetfulness. But if you want to pull up theirs, what I want you to do is I want you to decree my vision. I want you to let me dream through you. I want you to let me have your heart and your mind so I can dream through you. Impossible dreams that others can't believe could possibly happen. But glory to God, I'm just looking for somebody that I can dream and breathe through. That's it. Amen? That will believe me in Jesus' name. That will dare to believe and begin to preach. I have seen more people lay down their vision. We can say, no, no, no. But the fact is, what tells the truth of where we really are is what is our mouth speaking? What are we agreeing with? I've heard more people, come on and hooray, uh, uh, bad things happening to people in Washington. And God says, it's a test. Can I find a kingdom people that will stay on track and not be distracted and continue their mandate, carry out the mandate that I've given them and speak forth and keep releasing life? We are wasting more time searching up everything that we can find that's evil. God's revealing. You don't have to search it. He's revealing it. But we're being distracted. We're being distracted. And as we're distracted, then we find ourselves that the grace is not moving through us like it is when we're staying on target. When we start looking, we, we start, what's happening is, is we're, 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 getting, um, we're getting lulled in to the ways of the world instead of being people of the Spirit. I, the, I, I feel an urgency in my spirit right now about our nation. Am I afraid? No, I'm not. I'm not afraid whichever way it went. God's still in control. Amen? But I do know that the Lord says clearly in 2 Chronicles 7 that there's a part we play. And, 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 the, and the time clock 
in our nation is ticking. And it's time that, glory to God, we pick up, glory to God, our swords again. And we begin to wage war in the spirit. We begin to recognize that when the enemy comes and starts putting this, I don't feel like it, that's a sure sign. God didn't say that. Get up. Amen. God didn't say, hey, I know you just don't feel like it. That's not the, the voice of our Father. Hey, you just don't feel like going today. Amen. I want to just inject this. This is what I tell the people that are under leadership, my leadership at home, is I tell them I get up and I come because I believe that the God, someone needs the God in me. Someone needs the God in me. I go not for what God can give me, but I truly believe that God has put something down inside me. Yes, His Spirit and His Word and His anointing. And there's somebody going to be there or somebody's going to be in my life that needs the God inside of me at whatever I'm doing. I don't have time to say I don't feel like it when someone, it may be life or death for them in the name of Jesus. Let me get back to the Word in Jesus' name. Amen? And he says, can this, these bones live? And Ezekiel answers and he says, Lord God, only you know. Again, look at your neighbor and say, God knows. I want to stop and make this personal just a minute. You may have a situation in your life, probably everyone in here does. No one is void of having problems and, and needing something. And every one of you could probably say that it looks like in this situation that this could die. It could just look like the promise won't live. Amen? It could just look like it's important for us to understand that God, hallelujah, wants to breathe on your dreams. He wants to breathe on your promises again. He wants you to pick up, glory to God, what you've laid down. He wants you to know that if he said it, he meant it. And he didn't change his mind about it in the name of Jesus. He wants you to know that he is in the business of taking what looks like it's going to die and raising it from the dead. He wants you to understand that, hallelujah, those dreams and those visions that he has given you, he put it down inside you. Amen? That's a gift from heaven. That was God coming in one in partnership with you. That was God dreaming, even, yes, through your thoughts and the, the, not only your night dreams but in through your thoughts that was God putting his desires down inside you and God doesn't want you to lay it down he's saying it's time to pick it back up it's time to fight for it it's time glory to God to see it come forth in the name of Jesus we're waiting for everything to fall from heaven on us when God's looking for a kingdom people that will be uh, in partnership with him and will begin hallelujah if you will by the Holy Ghost to begin to make some things happen in Jesus name not by our might not by our power only by the Holy Spirit we're looking for something to just happen on us and God says no I'm looking for somebody that'll put action to what I've told them pick up your dreams the Lord says pick up your promises God says God says go back to those that book that you've written those prophecies that he's spoken don't read them again God read them again pick it up again do it again says the Lord don't stop now how long do I do it until you see it come forth in the name of Jesus heaven is in labor and I'm telling you these things are about to manifest and God says you can't give up now in the name of Jesus I'm, I don't know a woman that has, has been carrying a child that it was time they were heavy uh, along and late long in their in their in their pregnancy and the enemy starts attacking you saying you will never have this baby Amen. You're never going to have this baby. And discouragement begins to sit on that person that it's almost time for them to deliver. Always right before birth, a discouragement hits. The enemy's doing everything to keep you from cooperating with the delivery. And the Lord wants you to know that, glory to God, you have been heavy. You've been carrying a load of a promise down in you. And you don't have the option to quit. You don't have the option for no delivery. Do you understand that? God is watching over his word down inside you, and he is not going to allow that word to die. Are you hearing me? He is not going to let that word fall to the ground, but the word he spoke, he will bring it forth in the name of Jesus. But it's important for us to understand that he can deliver it through another generation 
if we don't come into agreement with him glory to god and know that hallelujah god put that there it would be a shame for someone else to deliver your your, your promise amen it would be a shame, but it's happened for years and years and years. And the Lord says, not for this generation. I am coming and breathing a fresh breath on you. I am renewing your minds. I am coming and I am breathing a fresh vision into you, says the Lord. I am come with fresh oil. I've come with fresh fire to come and ignite my church again to bring on home the things that the Lord has promised. You are the generation that, yes, seems to be in a valley of a nation, a nation that's in a valley. You are the generation, but God knew who he chose to live in this timing. You are the mighty warriors, the Lord says. You are the strong ones because the strong one lives down inside of you. You are the unstoppable people that God is prophesied over. You are the rebuild of the ruined cities you are the rebuilders of a ruined nation no wonder the enemy is doing everything he can to keep the breath knocked out of you because you are the ones that understand that when we come into agreement with God things happen you are the ones that he has chosen if you will you're the ones that will be the heroes of this hour in the name of Jesus no wonder he tries to make you feel like you're just not not feeling it anymore you are the ones glory to God that he has equipped with weapons that are supernatural you are the ones that have the power to win this war in the spirit in the name of Jesus you can argue all day long and say yes but it's only going to be God that does it God chose us to be in partnership with him so it does have something to do if he put a condition on it in the name of Jesus, uh, just not feeling like it and, and staying in the flesh and not believing what he said is wicked to him. Being lazy is wicked to him. Going to sleep when we're in a war is wicked to the Lord. Not being fully awake is wicked to the Lord. We're so busy pointing out the wicked that are in Washington, but God says it really has nothing to do with them. We are where we're at because we went to sleep, because we were rolling in the floors and jerking and shaking instead of doing that while we were warring, while we were watching. We quit watching. We didn't tend to the land like that God had, had given us. And God says that it's time for us to quit blaming it on every there that is true that is true facts but I said if you hallelujah if you would seek my face if you would pray I said I'd heal your land I've already given you the title deed to the land but if you don't get up and do what God has called us to do then what's going to happen is is it's going to go around that mountain one more time four more years four more years four more years how bad does it have to get but I want to tell you that the Lord says I'm not going to let it get that bad. I'm going to turn it around, and I'm going to turn it around through some people that will inhale my breath and excel it in the nation. Those people that will dare to get out of a box, hallelujah, if you will, a box of, 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 of uh, only believing that God can do so much and dare to believe that I am so merciful, I am so desiring to heal, I am so desiring to deliver that if I can find some mouth pieces glory to God to release it into the atmosphere that will prepare the way just as John did in the wilderness you will be the ones that prepare the way for God to come the Lord gave me a word not long ago I've never heard him speak this word before ever anything like it but God says he was asking me something now I'm I'm I'm, I'm in love with him I'm I, he's I'm beyond just him being my savior and have been for years I know I'm his partner. Amen. I know that he's invited me to be in partnership with him in what he does on this earth. I really do believe that. Amen. I really do believe that he loves me. Amen. So I abide in him. I'm not in and out, back and forth. He can trust a person that will be in and stay in. Are you hearing me? And so this is what the Lord spoke to me. He said, did I not say that if you would abide in me, and in my word, and my word would abide in you. Did I not say that whatever you ask would be yes and amen, that I would do it? 
Yes, Lord, you did. Amen. You said that. Now, there's an abiding, um, there's a, um, a, a, uh, uh, we've got to do the abiding. If we don't abide, amen, then it doesn't count for us. I mean, he's speaking to the abiders. And so he says, um, and you ask, then did I not say that I would do it for you? Yes. And he said, then when you ask according to my heart, and I say yes and amen, then you can start prophesying it to come forth because I've already said I'm doing it. He said, so therefore those who are one with me, those who are one with me, those who are abiding in me, those who my word is abiding in, and they are abiding in my word, and they're abiding in my love. He said, those are the ones that whatsoever they ask, they're asking what's on my mind and what's on my heart. Our hearts have become one. Their minds being renewed in the word of God, and we become one. Those who are one with me, whatsoever they ask, then they can begin to prophesy into the earth. Because I've already said yes and amen. Amen. So if I said yes, you can say it's on its way. Amen. If I say yes, then you can start prophesying it into the earth as a prophetic word of something that you don't see yet, but that you will see. I've given you that kind of privilege. If you abide in me, you can prophesy what you've asked because it's already yes and amen. Amen? That's where the church is going to. We're not we're going to pass all this, I don't feel like it thing. Amen? We're going to understand that, hallelujah, God dreams through us in the name of Jesus. They looked at a valley. What, what, what Ezekiel was seeing was a valley. Little did he know that God, he was looking at what looked like dead in a womb, that God, glory to God, was about to come forth with the breath of the Holy Ghost upon what was in this place and glory to God begin to prophesy and release the breath of God of what looked like was going to die I believe that we're about to see a divine interruption but I believe that we also are to be participant in seeing that divine interruption amen that's why the hour is late and God is saying wake up wake up wake up come alive come alive wake up come alive come alive I've, I've, people that have come out of this law, I've, I've visited with them later, fellowshiped with them, and I just begin to pro, uh, prophesy live, get up, get up, get up. And they said that it was a, so real, so real, and so confused. Why was I worshiping with everything in me, and how did this come? It's because the enemy is trying to knock the breath out of the church. No, the enemy is knocking the breath out of the church. But the church will arise in the name of Jesus. And the church is not just will arise. It's already beginning to in Jesus' name. I mean, again, he says, uh, uh, again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. Don't hear CNN. Not, it's not Fox News. It's not CNN. It's not all the different news. Hear the word of the Lord. It's time for God's people to hear the word of the Lord and not participate in speaking words of death. Hear the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is all I want to hear because the word of the Lord is what I'm going to speak into the earth in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're speaking death. We're killing our own nation by coming in agreement. And the Lord says, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God. God is saying something ahead of time. I believe that the Lord spoke this to the church. I believe he spoke it to the church maybe a couple of years ago. Right here, this very first part. I will bring breath back into you. I believe he said that. And then we saw to where he told Ezekiel to begin to prophesy for the bones to come together. Unity in the body of church, in the body of Christ. That's where the commanded blessing is. We begin to hear God preach about unity and how important it was. I'm praying everybody out of my church that can't be in unity. I'm sorry. Amen. Don't come to church 
and hallelujah and jump and shout and we all go to lunch after church and you can't sit by somebody because you're offended. And I've dealt with you and dealt with you and dealt with you. Now I'm asking God to remove you and put you somewhere where you can get along with people. Because you're not going to go out to eat with us and you can't sit next to your brother and sister. And then you want to be on a ministry team with me? One, two, three, out. Shake it up, Daddy. Shake it up. Amen, because we're going to be in unity. The bones are going to be connected in the name of Jesus. We're not going to be disjointed, a disjointed ministry. We're going to be connected, supplying to one another. Amen. I mean, God's dealt with it and dealt with it and dealt with it, and he's about to remove some of those things that are just suckering, suckering off uh, 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 the body of Christ are the remnant that is carrying the load. And the Lord says, I'm going to bring reinforcement to those who've been carrying the load. Those that are just coming, sucking off everything they can and being dead weight, and all they can do is find something wrong. Shake it up, Daddy. Shake it up. Now, we can sit there and we can say, you know, oh, that's terrible, that's awful, you're a shepherd, you ought not be in doing that, you know. Well, sometimes somebody's acting like a goat, and maybe they need to get out there. And they're stopping. They're, they're, they're bringing that in a body that's like cancer. It's bringing it and bringing it like disease. And I will not have it in the name of Jesus. You're not going to speak ugly about them and, and act like a mean as a junkyard dog. And then you won't jump up there on my, on my ministry stream and prophesy team and start prophesying the love of God while we're all about to vomit up there. Shake it up, Daddy. Shake it up. But the Lord began to speak this, and he began to deal with leaders to quit being wimps. Deal with, the, the, deal with those who are always bucking something, bucking. Deal with them in the name of Jesus. And if they won't hear the word of the Lord, then it's time, hey, go find where you can get along. Amen? But we're going to be a ministry that is in oneness because I want to walk in the power and the anointing of God. I don't want to be found dying with the breath out of me because I've been trying to, glory to God, breathe it into somebody that won't take it. Are you understanding me? Amen. So it's important. It's a very crucial hour. The warriors have got to rise up. And if you've been hearing, you're loved, you're loved, you're loved. My God, baby, if you don't have it by now, I'm loved. And you've been hearing it 10 years. God loves you. God loves you. He does love you. Please believe God loves you. He just wants you to believe it. He we love you too. We let you act any way you want because we love you. We love you. Baby, we're in war and we're going to get killed if somebody don't address that mess. Yeah. So he said, prophesy for the bones to come together. And we begin to see different ministries that that happened. Unity started happening in the name of Jesus. Unity was very, very important. God raised up leaders that wouldn't uh, 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 fear the faces of the people and the opinions of man. And they started dealing with that, understanding that it was, it was bringing disease in the body. And then he begins to prophesy for the sinews. He begins to prophesy for all the flesh to come, the muscles, the tendons. He begins to call before this body. And we have been there. I believe that the remnant has done that. In our area, we have seen um, uh, uh, in a region, we've seen ministries begin to cross over and they're doing lots of things together. God's really moving through it. It's interesting that he's doing it. He started it with the youth. The youth were able to not, it wasn't a big deal whose church was whose. So this youth went to their youth group and then that youth group came to their youth group. They just all go to everybody's youth group and then all God started moving and bringing some of the leaders together in that. And he's moved very, very powerfully. So we've been in that area. Where we're lacking is his breath. Where we're lacking is, is not necessarily just the breath being knocked out of us, but where we're lacking is, is we're lacking being the breath. We're lacking being the instrument that God breathes through. Are you hearing me? We're lacking that part. And here God comes back to Ezekiel chapter 7, 37. You ought to just be flipping over there, son. But You just ought to be, I'm going, Lord. Here we come back and God sends again. He sends his voice in to call something forth. He's calling the prophetic voice forth. Always the breath of God is God's prophetic voice. That's what 
speaking the word of the Lord does, it starts putting life and life. That's why you can see um, a prophetic anointing come in and begin to speak over something that or someone that it looks like they're dying. And it's literally like God is pumping their heart and breathing breath into them. And so many times you'll see to where in moments, just moments, you can see a whole change right then because supernaturally God is putting breath into that situation or into that person. Where we're lacking is, is that we're not understanding that his breath in your lungs, are you hearing me? His breath down in your lungs, amen? It's his breath in your lungs. His word is his breath in your lungs. His dream, what he's speaking is in in your lungs. God wants you to understand how important it is. While the enemy is making you feel like you don't feel anything, the Lord says that you have the power of life and death walking around in you. Amen. Listen, you have the power of the life and death of America down inside you. Amen. You have the power, glory to God, down inside you to raise the dead. I had this happen about a year ago. My husband died in the, in the, in the driveway. We were about to have fall. It was this time last year. We were about to have fall encounters, ladies' encounter. And we had about, it was, it was one of our biggest weekends, and we had about almost 300 going to be on the land. And uh, it was like, I believe it was Thursday. It was. It was the day before they were to come. And all of a sudden, one of the teenagers runs down and grabs me up and says, Nana, come quick. Daddy said to tell you to get down here. It's Papa. So I jumped on the four-wheeler with them and ran down. Now, remember, we had people about to be there. Amen? And I don't feel anything. I mean, I'm not feeling. I don't have goosebumps. I don't feel hallelujah. I don't feel a jump, a shout, a prophecy. I don't feel nothing. Amen? Nothing. Nothing. But his breath was down in my lungs. Amen? And so I run to see, and my husband had died right there before us. His eyes had rolled back. He'd vomited. He was gone. And all of a sudden, not thinking what I was doing, not thinking, hey, you have resurrection power in you. Breathe on him. Nothing. Not at all. I didn't feel anything. As a matter of fact, almost every miracle that has happened uh, in my life through me in ministry, I didn't feel anything. Nothing. As a matter of fact, many times they call back and tell me, nothing. Nothing. I mean, when I'm shaking, quaking, and doing all that, and some of you have seen me, man, I, get in, I can get into a place of worship, amen, a place of seeing, and, 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 and nothing happens. And then when I don't feel anything, I don't feel anything, then God does something. And so I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, Ashamed to say it, but still the breath of God was in me. Ashamed to admit it, I'm thinking, I don't have time for a funeral right now. (laughs) You know, my husband had been talking to me. He's 79 yesterday, day before yesterday. And he says, you know, I'm ready. Whenever the Lord carries me home, I'm ready to go. He's happy about it. But he'd just been talking to me about that. Now, here he is, all rolled back, eyes, getting just it, it, no blood in him at all. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking, you can't do this right now. I don't have time for a funeral. You can't do this. Over three, about 300 people are going to be here tomorrow, and you just can't do this to me right now. I mean it now. In the name of Jesus, Steve, you come back right now. You come back in your body. We don't have time for this. Amen? Didn't even think about Didn't even, as a matter of fact, later, we laughed and said, Rodney and I laughed and said, because he's the one that sent for me, we laughed and we said, you know what? Uh, we, you pray to raise the dead. You pray for God to do it among you and everything. And then when he does it, you didn't even think about it. You're busy getting back on the four-wheeler and running back real quick. <laughs> we got to stop and thank him for this. Hallelujah. Now when Steve gives me a hard time, I'll say, now, Steve, I just want to remind you. Daddy God did choose me. (laughs) Amen. And I don't want to hold it over your head or anything, but you wouldn't be here right now. Now, why I'm saying that is 
is it was just a reflex. I mean, I was just speaking. I was just, just not even. And later, I'm thinking, God, even when we don't feel it, your breath is still. I still spoke your word. You come back in the name of Jesus. Maybe I did add we don't have time for this right now. But it's still, that word of the Lord was you come back. And I'm telling you, he was mean before then. And he came back. He came out. I'm telling you, he came back, resurrected. He is the sweetest thing you've ever seen in your life to me. It's the truth. Anybody will tell you that. But his breath is in my lungs. Whether I feel like it or I don't feel like it, a great big God, the living God, lives down inside me. And all around me are people that need the God down inside me. Our nation needs the God that lives in me. I don't have time for a sabbatical. I don't have time to be drowsy. I don't have time to not feel it. I don't have time for all that because the earth is groaning for what I is down inside of me. You've got that down inside you. These people say it, I just don't feel it. I don't know what's wrong. I don't feel like I'm going anywhere. I tell them, you get up and draw your sword and you preach the devil a sermon. When he tells you, I don't feel like I'm going anywhere, it's time to rise up, draw your sword, and tell him, let me tell you where I came from. Let me how far I have come. If God did it, he's going to finish it in the name of Jesus. We need to learn to preach to ourselves, to tell the devil what the Lord said in the name of Jesus. Come back, attack back. Don't sit there and take that and get lulled into the grave with it but no take what God has given us and attack back and say let me tell you what I recognize you that's not my father's voice and I recognize what you're doing and you know what the world is waiting for what's down inside me today you're not going to rob somebody of their miracle it has nothing to do whether I feel like it or I don't feel like it Beware, because he's going to suck the people of God in the grave. If you fall for the lie, I don't need to be in church right now. I don't feel like it. I just can't find one. I don't know. That's a bunch of hogwash. You go anyway. You go. God will see to it. You get where you need to be. But you show him. I go through the doors of the church because God has opened the door to me for intimacy. He opened the door and called me his beloved, and I will walk through that door when it opens. I will be found faithful in this hour. I will be a part of this great and mighty army carrying the breath of God in my lungs. I will not be found on some detour, glory to God, while God is raising up something so powerful in Jesus' name. And so he says, now there's something missing. Prophesy for the breath. Call from the four winds of the earth and call the breath. Call the breath of God back into this great and mighty army. Call the prophetic voice back. Call them forth in the name of Jesus so that they can release my breath and resurrect something that looks like it's dead. What looks like it's dying, God says, is a womb. And I'm waiting for my breath to just speak. Glory to God. And we'll see it come forth in the name of Jesus. Call forth the breath of God. Today I call forth the breath of God in this place. I believe that God has you here for a reason. I believe that the Lord calls you here for such a time as this that you have a divine appointment with God. I believe that the Lord is taking us and getting the confusion out of our mind and he is reminding us that glory to God his breath really is in us and his purpose and his plans are here. That we are handpicked. You know what? The Lord knew what he put in you. He knew what he put in the church in this hour, in this generational church. He knew what he put in you and he knew what shape our nation would be in. He knows he equipped you for the job in the name of Jesus. We just have to recognize what's been happening. We have to recognize that the devil sees more in you than what you see in yourself. We have to recognize that if he can get you in a conversation like he did Eve, then he can start convincing you. You see, he started speaking to Eve because he wanted to get Eve to start speaking out of her mouth. He wanted her to get in a conversation with him and begin to come into agreement with him. And when he came in agreement with the negative part, when we come in agreement with all that, we begin to empower that realm. But God says no. God says, I don't want you coming into the conversation with the enemy. The only conversation you have 
that for the enemy is to preach him a sermon about what I'm doing in the name of Jesus. We've got to understand that glory, 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 you got to get up. And so, breath of God, I call you forth right now. I call you on the dreams and the visions within these people. Father, I thank you that you awaken them out of the slumber that the enemy has tried to lull, on, lull, uh, lull them into. That, Father, those that have tried to keep a face to not dare let anybody know because they may not look spiritual, forget all that. Father, in Jesus' name, we humble ourselves and we say, God, we need your breath in us again. Lord, we thank you that you have handpicked us. I call you forth, that great and mighty army, breathing in the very breath of God, even at this moment. I call you forth in the name of Jesus to come in attention, to take your position in the body of Christ right now. Intercessors, you come forth in Jesus' name. Prophetic voices, you rise up in the name of Jesus. Every gift laying dormant, the breath of God is coming upon you in Jesus' name. Jesus name pick up your weapons says the Lord and begin to wield your short sword in the name of Jesus against the enemy I call forth hope again inside of you I say hope you rise up I say expectancy you come to off the chart level in the name of Jesus expectancy in this church expectancy in the body of Christ an expectancy that God glory to God at any moment is releasing something an expectancy that through you God will raise the dead an expectancy that God will do something as you speak up forth the words that he has said yes and amen to an expectancy glory to God for your sons and your daughters an expectancy glory to God hallelujah for the next president of the United States an expectancy for holiness and godliness to rule in our land an expectancy that everything would be overturned not of the Lord and that God is doing something and he will do it very very quickly quickly as we begin to speak it forth in the name of Jesus. I call forth hope. I call forth expectancy. I call forth the faith that God has deposited down inside you. For those who feel like they've gone down once and they've gone down twice and they're about to sink that third time. I say in the name of Jesus that the Lord is reaching down and he is lifting you up right now in the name of Jesus and God says that you will walk on water in this hour with Jesus again. I call you forth out of your failures and out of your disappointments and out of your discouragements and I say in the name of Jesus Christ you will arise strong in Jesus name you will begin to believe like you've never believed before your ears will be open in Jesus name and your eyes will be open the mute spirit is being broken off the church in Jesus name I say in the name of Jesus that you will see what God sees in Jesus name that the men in this in this in this church that the men that are here this day that each one of you men will rise up in the name of Jesus Christ strong the devil has ripped you off long enough and ripped your families off this is an hour that your Goliath is deheaded in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ I call forth the men to stand up and take their position in the name of Jesus Christ no longer will the women lead but the men will stand up as the Lord Jesus Christ and begin to speak forth what God says you men will bless your children you will bless your wives in the name of Jesus your mouth out of your mouth will come the blessings and miracles of the Lord in your mouth God says is the answer to what your family needs in Jesus name no longer will you be ripped off of your identity in Christ no longer will you be as Jacob struggled trying to find his new name but God says this day I call you Prince Prince with God I call you rulers with God. I call you sons of the Most High God. I call you warriors. I call you I call you mighty. I call you powerful in the name of Jesus. Come out of your failures. Come out of your weakness. Come out of your disappointments. Today is a new day. Today is a new hour. Today the breath of God is breathing on you. Today you're going to see. Today you're going to hear. Today you're going to preach and prophesy. I call the preachers for I call the prophets for I call the evangelists for and the pastors and the apostles and the teachers rise up says the Lord come out of your graves 
Come out of your graves, says God, and take your position. I call forth miracles. I call forth healing. I call it forth in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I call forth finances to the body of the Christ. I call you forth wealthy in God. I call you forth as stewards of the wealth of heaven in the name of Jesus. I call you whole. Father, I ask for the breath of God to breathe upon our bodies, that you heal what is sick, you make whole. That, Father, you restore what has been lost and stolen in the name of Jesus. I call forth the wind. A wind of God come from the four winds of the earth and breathe upon your children. Breathe in this place. Breathe a second wind. Breathe strength to deliver. Breathe your vision and your dreams. In the name of Jesus, cause him to dream dreams. Ha! Hey! Shebora! Shebora! Rabonde! I call the angelic host. Hallelujah! Whoa! I call backup forces to come. I call reinforcement to this place. I call it in the name of Jesus. I call your breath under our wings of faith. We'll rise in the name of Jesus Christ. Rushtebai. You are a supernatural people. You are the spirit of the living God. Greater is he in you than he's in the world. The devil tried to take you down, but there's power in comeback. There's a power in this comeback. Come out! Come out! Exceeding great mighty army of God! Come out! Wake up! Jesus, breathe! Show! Sondoro do Bashaya.